Hi, this is Bo Pilgrim with Bo Knows Insurance. Welcome to my podcast where insurance is made simple. We're going to give you the knowledge that you need to make sure that your insurance is doing its most important job, protecting your assets. Let's dive in. Bo Pilgrim here at Bo Knows Insurance and Reed Insurance. Today I'm here to talk to you about the different types of policies that are in Texas for if you're a homeowner. Uh, unlike other states, the state of Texas has several different types of homeowner policies. As a matter of fact, they have four different types that are common in this state. And if you're not aware of what you're buying, you could be buying a substandard policy. Um, there's a lot of different carriers out there that may not give you all the details or may not give you enough details to help you to understand what you're really buying. And that's what I'm here for. So, hey, let's break it down and let's talk about the different types of policies that you can buy inside of the state of Texas to help make sure that you don't get yourself into some sort of financial jam where you've got a policy that does not cover your home like it ought to. You know, the reality is there's a lot of different agents out there that just, they may not give you all the details and, or they may not deliver it to you in a way that you understand what you're actually buying. So let's make sure that you understand because, you know, all homeowner policies are not the same. And there's four different type inside of the state of Texas. And depending on that type of policy you buy, it may be substandard or not very good. So starting off with the four of them, the number one, the, the, that, that there is, and I'm not, I'm going to kind of lean from the, the worst to the best, in my opinion. So the first one is an HOA. That is a named peril policy inside of the state of Texas. I'll tell you what that means here in just a minute. The second one is a HOA plus. Now that's a little bit better than the HOA, but still, it's really not that great. The next one is going to be your standard HO3. Now that is a standardized policy in all 50 states. Uh, typically there, there are companies that will offer that and that is the national standardized homeowner policy. It's a very good policy. Uh, the fourth one is going to be the HOB that's inside of the state of Texas. There's some other states that offer it too, but, but this is really primarily in the state of Texas that HOB and that is a very robust policy. That is the, the most robust out of the four we're talking about. So let's start off talking about the HOA first. All right. So the HOA, it's very simple. There's only eight perils that are included in it. You know, let's say, okay, what, what's a peril? Um, we're not talking about somebody hanging off the cliff or about to fall off of something or anything like that. We're not talking about that sort of peril, but the type of peril we're talking about is the things that are insured against the different things that can happen and that policy will respond. That is what a peril is. So just remember there's eight of them. There's only eight. If it's not on that list of eight, it's not covered. If you have something that happens and it's not in that list of eight things, then your policy will not respond. You will not have coverage for that incident. There's only eight. Those four, those eight things are fire and lightning. So if you have a fire damage, you have lightning. That's the most basic peril you can buy. That is almost on every last single property policy in the world. So if you have a fire or lightning hits your house, that's covered. So that's one. The second thing is going to be sudden and accidental smoke damage. Now that sounds a little odd to me, sudden and accidental, and then also smoke. But if you happen to have sudden and accidental damage caused by smoke, that's covered. That's your number two. Uh, the number three is going to be wind and hail. Wind and hail is going to be included 
uh, underneath this policy. So if you have some sort of wind damage to your house, maybe the, the, the shingles are blown up off or the siding is blown off of it or something like that. If you have wind or you have hail damage to your house, it's going to give you coverage for that. That's number three. Now, it does not include wind-driven rain, though. Understand, that is not included in that. So wind-driven rain is not going to be included in those different items. What, the, what does that mean? Wind-driven rain is where you've got a rainstorm and it blows water down underneath your door or through a window or something like that, and there's no sort of damage. Now, if you've got damage and then the water comes in, that is covered. I know that's like a little nitpicky, but that is what the peril is. Remember, this is the most basic of these policies. The next thing is going to be vandalism and malicious mischief. That's if someone comes and just does damage to your home. That's not necessarily they come and steal something. That's really more of they come, they do damage, they break out windows, bust down a door or something like that. Whatever the damage that they do to your house, that's going to be covered. Well, the next thing is going to be aircraft or vehicle. If, a, if, a, if an airplane falls on your house, that's covered. I know you're really relieved to know that, right? Well, what about if a car, if someone drives their car into your house or backs into it? Well, that is covered. So vehicle damage and then also uh, aircraft damage. Those are both covered. Well, another thing is going to be uh, riot will be covered. That's going to be another thing that's going to be listed. So if there's a riot in the community, you know, there's been over the last several years, there's been some rioting in some different towns and whatever. That is covered underneath that HOA policy. And the last thing that may be covered, but usually this is going to be actually by an endorsement and it's going to be very limited, is going to be theft. So if someone steals something from you, theft very well may be covered underneath that policy. Um, so that is an HOA policy. Now, it's a very basic policy. It has to be listed. Remember, under those eight things, if it's not listed under those eight things, it's not covered. These policies are typically on an actual cash value basis. What that means is that's how they pay a claim. So if you have a claim, the adjuster will come out, they'll determine how much it's going to cost to fix your house. Figure out what it actually costs for the building materials, the labor, and all that stuff. And then they're going to depreciate it. That's actual cash value. Now you may say, well, that's not fair. Well, that's the policy that you bought. If you got HOA, that's the policy you bought. It's a very substandard policy. Now, what you may be enticed by with this is the cheaper premium. The premium is going to be much cheaper on this policy because there's only eight perils and it's probably actual cash value. They're going to depreciate your claim, meaning if you have a claim, they're going to pay less than what it would actually cost to fix it. All right, so let's talk about the HOA Plus. That's the next one. That's just a little bit better, but it's not just a lot better. The difference between that and the other is it's an expanded version of the HOA, meaning that typically they may add a couple more perils and they may also add replacement costs. Uh, so usually it's replacement costs on the building and then also potentially as an option, replacement costs on your content. So what does that mean? So let's talk about that for just a second. So replacement costs. That is, you have damage to your home that is covered by one of those perils, then it will, it will pay what it actually costs to fix it. The price of the materials plus the labor, what it actually costs, they will pay that to fix it. Obviously minus your deductible, but still they'll pay that. As an option, you may be able to buy that for your contents. Under the HOA, you can't, but under the HOA plus, you may be able to buy that as an option, you know, meaning that you have to pay an additional premium for it. You have to ask for it. Now, they may not actually have it, but you can ask for it 
and see if they can give that for you. Um, a couple of the endorsements or the other perils that are added to that policy is the weight of ice and sleet and snow. Uh, you know, so if you have a buildup of snow or sleet, you know, we had the tech, you know, in Texas last year, we, uh, in 2021, February, there was this big ice storm that hit there and affected that state as well as also the state of Louisiana, right? Well, there was a lot of buildup of ice and sleet and even some snow in some areas. Well, in some areas, it actually collapsed buildings or did structural damage to roofs. Well, under an HOA, that's not going to be covered at all. Under an HOA plus, it would be. So that is a benefit there. Another thing is going to be accidental and uh, accidental discharge of water. Uh, that's not underneath the HOA. This is going to be like if you have a water line that bursts. Let's say that the water line to the washing machine bursts. You got coverage underneath the HOA plus, but not the A. Um, another thing is going to be sudden and accidental steam and water heating systems. So like if you have a, a water heater or maybe you have steam sort of heating inside of your house, we typically don't have that in Texas, but we do have water heaters, right? Well, underneath this policy, that's going to be covered. If that, if that equipment bursts um, or, and starts spewing water or does some sort of damage because of it, that's going to be covered. Uh, the last thing that's going to be covered under here that's not underneath the HOA is going to be falling trees. You know, that's a great thing to have because that is completely excluded on another. You say, well, wouldn't it be picked up under wind? No, it wouldn't. If wind caused a tree to fall and it fell on your home, that's not going to be covered. You would have the vehicle damage. Uh, you know, here's a little side note on a claim. I remember, you know, reading about this claim where this person had a HOA policy on their home. Well, a tree had fallen on the home and had done damage to it. Well, that's not covered. Well, then a company came out to lift the tree off of the home. They overextended the hoist that was trying to lift it off. And then that came crashing down on top of the house. That was covered because it was vehicle damage. I know it. It's kind of nitpicky. It's kind of silly, but you know, they just, there's certain rules inside of the policies and they're going to abide by those and you, you know, they're going to pay based off of the premium that you pay for the policy. So let's talk about the third type of policy that you can buy for your home insurance. Uh, that's going to be an HO3. This is the third best of the policies that we're going to talk about. It's very robust. This is the national standard when it comes to homeowner policies inside of the United States. Uh, you can buy this policy in every 50 states, you know, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, and all the rest of the states. You know, we write in those four states, uh, personally, but in all the other states, you can buy this policy as well. So this is a very robust policy. If you have an HO3, you have bought a very good policy for your home. Now understand there are some, some different changes that you can make to that that can make it even better. Or the insurance company may have certain endorsements that they just bundle with it that make it a little bit better. But for this conversation, just understand that this is a very good policy. If you have an HO3, you've bought a good policy. Uh, it is an open perils policy. What does that mean? Open perils means that it is it covers basically everything unless it is excluded. It has to be specifically excluded in the policy for it to not take care of whatever that type of damage is. Um, the difference between this policy, open perils, and name perils, like what's in the HOA and the HOA Plus, is the responsibility. Uh, underneath the HOA, and the HOA plus where there's a list of perils, the responsibility falls upon you to prove to the insurance company that what happened 
is actually covered underneath your policy. Under the HO3, it being an open perils policy, the responsibility falls upon the insurance company to prove to you that it's not covered. That is a much better position to be in rather than having to prove to them that it is covered. Some of the common perils that are not covered underneath the HO3 uh, are uh, business pursuits, you know, like if you have some sort of business activity there, typically that's going to be excluded. Uh, if you have any sort of flood damage to your house, uh, they do not cover flood. Uh, you have to typically buy a separate policy, but underneath the standardized policy, flood is not covered and you have to buy a secondary policy for that. Um, earthquake is another thing that's not going to be covered underneath the homeowner policy. Uh, if you live in a place where it's prone to have earthquakes, you need to buy either earthquake insurance as an endorsement to your policy or a standalone policy. Another thing that a lot of people aren't aware is an option is personal injury. So what is personal injury? Personal injury is someone decides that they're going to sue you because they said, you said something that hurt me. Um, this is not actual physical damage that you've done to them. This is more of like pain and suffering or mental anguish or, or things like that. Defamation of character. Uh, that's where personal injury comes into place. This is typically a very inexpensive thing. And with our world now being so social driven and, you know, so many different people being on social media these days and the internet and being able to post things on the internet is just so easy. You know, it's important that you buy personal injury insurance. And usually it's very inexpensive to buy, you know, to add this 20 to $50 per year, very inexpensive. Um, without this, that is going to be ex completely excluded. You actually got to do some sort of damage to them or harm to them for your policy to respond otherwise. Another thing is going to be identity theft. You know, uh, again, referring back to you know how social we are, how much we're on online, you know, with social media and other things like that. You know, another thing is going to be identity theft. You know, if if something happens to you, and it's proven that one out of three people will have their identity stolen. You're looking at potentially 300 or 600 hours worth of work to recover that. You know, that's anything from, you know, restoring your bank accounts, recovering whatever money. Um, same thing with your credit cards, getting credit cards canceled, getting, you know, whatever direct uh, drafts you have associated with those, you know, taken care of. You know, what about all your different online access to other different sorts of accounts that you have? You know, getting that restored can take a lot of time. Do you have that sort of time? I don't have that sort of time. You know, you probably don't either. This is a coverage that potentially you may be able to buy that will help you either pay for a service to do that or help offset some of the costs associated with it. Last thing is going to be seepage and leakage. You know, water damage is covered underneath the HO3. Like if you have a water pipe that bursts in your home, that's going to give you coverage for the damage to your home, such as the flooring, baseboards, sheetrock, whatever sort of damage is done. Your policy is going to cover that. But what it doesn't cover is those things that aren't sudden and accidental, like a slow leaking. Maybe you've got a leak behind the wall that you're not aware of, and it goes on for weeks or months. What's well, going to do damage to the to the subfloor, to the um, to the flooring itself, to the baseboards, to the sheetrock? All kind of different damage is going to be done. But if you don't know about it, and you try to file this under your insurance after it's been happening for a period of time. It's not going to be covered underneath the standard HO3 policy. Now let's talk about the last policy, the HOB, uh, B for better, right? 
I don't know if that really is what it stands for, but I don't know. It's in Texas. Uh, it's offered in Texas. This is a Texas type form. Some states have adopted it, but it originated in Texas. Everything's supposed to be bigger and better in Texas, right? So it's an HOB for better. So the HOB is indeed a better policy. Um, it gives you coverages for different things such as seepage and leakage. Uh, it gives you open perils from not only your home, the building, but also your content. So it broadens that coverage amount for you. Also automatically gives you replacement costs on your building and on your contents. Uh, the HO3 does not come standard with replacement costs on your contents. You can add it, but it doesn't come standard. The other thing is that seepage and leakage usually comes standard on the HOB. Now, there's not a lot of insurance companies that offer this policy, but you can get there. Typically, you can endorse your HO3 to add these different coverages to your policy so you can get those and make sure that you have this broader policy for your home. So that's the four different types of policies. So I'm going to just break them down real quick one more time for you. So number one, in order from the least to the best, is HOA, the HOA+, plus, the HO3, and the HOB. So HOA is eight perils only, actual cash value, meaning they're going to appreciate your claim. HOA plus is a little bit better. They add a few more perils. You get replacement costs on the building, maybe an option for the contents. HO3 is a standardized form in all 50 states. It is a really good form. And HOB is the best, is better, right? It is the uh, state form that was issued by the state of Texas, but many other states, have, you know, several other states have adopted, but there's not a lot of insurance companies that offer it. However, you can get there with the HO3 adding a few endorsements. If you've got a really good agent, you know, you can tell them about these different coverages that I've listed uh, to see if you can get those added to your policy. If you've got a good agent, he can get you there. Uh, understand for each endorsement you add, there is a little bit more cost, but it may be worth it to you. Just have that conversation with your agent and you make that decision for yourself after they have educated you whether that's a good policy or not. If they're not willing to take the time to educate you, then hey, maybe it's time for you to find a new independent insurance agent. Thanks for listening in. I hope this episode has helped you make better decisions about your insurance. If your insurance agent is not having these sort of conversations with you, then maybe it's time for you to find a new independent insurance agent.